0: Come on, lift up your voice and magnify Him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, we're waiting on Jesus. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Hallelujah, there's some strength being delivered to somebody today. There's grace being delivered to somebody today. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Amen. It is good to see everybody here at the house of the Lord today. In Jesus' name, if you have your Bibles, we're going to be turning open to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Amen. And yeah, we're so excited. We got a baptism today after service. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. And... Uh, and uh, though not every, we're not going to be able to have everybody in the building to see it. Uh, nevertheless, we're still baptizing people in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter five and verse seventeen. The Bible says, "Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new." Therefore, if any man, any woman be in Christ, they are a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And I want to preach to us for a few moments on this subject. A new normal. A new normal. Amen. Let's pray in this house and all across this this building and this facility. Hallelujah. Lord, we come before you right now. We're praying, God, that you would bring about a new normal to your church and to your people and to this city, God. We are giving you glory and honor and praise. I pray for each and every individual that is listening, that is watching, God. I pray that you would bless this word. Bless our ears to hear and our heart to respond to it in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen. Hallelujah. One more time, clap your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. I think somebody over here has got a really loud horn. It might be, I don't know who it is. No, not you. Sister Pam, try your horn. Yeah, it's you. I'm going to need that one to come down just a little bit. Hallelujah. It's going to give me a a headache. I don't know. But you can still praise God, tap your window, do whatever you got to do in Jesus' name. Praise God. A new normal. Praise God. This phrase has been thrown around a lot in the last few months and uh it's been said that when this is all said and done we will not be going back to normal but we will have a new normal this has brought with it a mixed bag of emotions and feelings for everyone in fact when i mentioned my title today it made some people's heart begin to sink because when we think about the concept of new it brings with it fears it brings with it uh, a, a a fear of the unknown others will think about uh, the what has happened over the last few months and and what is being said and propagated that uh, will will this as we see today be the new normal for the church and I want to encourage you and give you some, Uh, Some logical faith if I could put it that way uh, that this won't always be this way. Amen It won't always be this way uh, But but there are some things that will be coming to our city to our state to our nation and to our world That will be new normals. There is no reason to fear the idea or the concept of new before we can go in and talk about the new Or what might be or the fears that come with what is new we must understand what normal itself is normal means usual typical expected what always is and what always will be this idea of normal as being something we are all accustomed to we are all used to it is something that we can rest in because it's 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 familiar to us normal however is nothing more than a construct a construct of our habits our behaviors and our mentalities there is no set normal for everybody there is no set normal that with Every individual, there are differences and there are circumstances that alter and change. Your normal is not my normal. The world's normal is not the church's normal. What's normal to you may not be normal to others. And regardless of that, we are all subject to our normals. We all fall into the place of our normals, and regardless of what is different between your normal and the car next to you's normal, the, the fact is is that everybody is subject to something known as homeostasis. Now, everybody came to science class here today. Homeostasis is what regulates your body. It is what creates and what regulates normal to you. For example, if I were to ask everybody and we were to take a thermometer across this parking lot, I would ask you, what is your temperature right now? And most likely, uh, everybody should at least come back somewhere close to 98.6. Now, if your temperature is, is higher or lower then 98.6, you might be in that class of people that needs to go get tested. Um, You might need to go get something checked out because your body temperature has to stay close to that normal. That that normal of 98.6, the fact is, if your core body temperature does not stay within a few degrees, that your body will begin to shut down. It will either... Overheat, or it will cool down to the place that is not safe or conducive for life. You might need to rush yourself to the hospital. This is why we all freak out when we get a fever because something is not normal. Even as you're listening to this message here today, every cell in your body and in your brain is working to maintain a sense of normal, a sense of stability. Not only in your core body temperature, but also in your blood pressure, your heart rate, your pH balance, your blood glucose levels, and many other factors critical to our survival. This tendency to maintain an internal stability, this resistance to change is called homeostasis. The body is just one example of where this takes place. I want us to imagine for a moment, as many of us probably can, that for the last 10 years you have sat on a couch, you have ate potato chips, you have not done a whole lot of physical activity. I know that's real hard for us to all imagine because we're all just so active as people. But imagine you spent most of your life being sedentary. And then one day you get a wild idea to get up and to go for a run and not just any run. You're going to go as long as you can. The first few steps you take, you've got it going in your brain that, man, I'm getting healthier. I'm getting better. This is going to be a good idea. In fact, my wife and I experienced this earlier this week. We went for a bike ride and I said, let's push ourselves and let's do a climb. Let's go up a hill. And it wasn't but a few moments of excitement and joy as we felt the wind as we were heading down a hill. Then all of a sudden we started going up the hill. And quickly that mentality began to change. After the first few minutes of excitement of this change, now all of a sudden we started to feel other feelings such as being lightheaded, uh, (laughs) such as feeling the heart beating in our chest a little faster than it should we started questioning oh no is this what a heart attack feels like S- moments later you might start feeling sick to your stomach and if you keep going soon enough you'll start to feel that dreaded feeling that says if I don't stop I just might drop dead I want you to know that that is not a reality That you have much more in you than you thought you were capable of. And uh, you can ride up that hill, you can run that marathon, and your body will continue. But this homeostasis that's working in your brain will send out warning signals. Your body detected changes in your respiration. It detected changes in your heart rate. Your metabolism is way outside its normal range of sitting on a couch and enjoying potato chips. And to bring yourself back to normal, To bring yourself back in to this homeostasis your body begins to scream out warnings if you keep going you're gonna pass out it screams out warnings if you keep going you you'll become dehydrated and you'll sweat yourself to death if you go too much you'll run out of calories and your blood sugar level will plummet and it begins to tell you stop immediately everything that you're doing these changes that you're making if you don't stop immediately Immediately your body screams and says you're going to pass out and you're going to die. I remember one time I had uh, decided to run a half a marathon. The problem is I had never ran over three miles in my life. And uh, I made it up in my mind I was going to run this because some friends were running it. And I got about the first three miles at about seven miles a minute. And I was doing pretty good. And I thought, man, I got this under control. But uh, by mile four, my ankles started hurting. By mile five, my knees started hurting. By mile six, my heart was beating so fast. I started doing the run, walk, run, walk, run, walk, run, walk. And uh, by mile 12, I had a man that was probably 90 years old that was just shuffling barely making it. And I thought there's no way this guy's going to beat me. I was probably 24 years old and I thought I'm at the prime of my life. I'm not going to let this old man beat me. And so I ran as fast as I could. And uh, something screamed in my brain and said if you keep going, you're going to die. And so I stopped and I started hobbling. I started walking that that ankle that I rolled off a little earlier. And uh, and it wasn't but a little bit of time. That older man just shuffling by. He kept on going. And, uh, and so I ran and passed him and uh, he got about uh, a couple feet behind me and I thought okay I'm good and that man just kept on shuffling and I kept on running ahead of him every time he passed me and before it was all said and done that man that was just shuffling it meant he had he had created a life that he ran every day and I was just trying to do it because it sounded like a good idea and that man beat me in that race. And what stopped me was not my physical ability. I was younger by at least 60 years. I had been going to the gym. I had what I thought a healthy body. And uh, and I thought I would beat this man. But what this guy had that I didn't uh, was he had something called endurance. Uh, this man had something where he was running every day of his life. Uh, he had created a normal in his world uh, that run was just part of his daily activity and I was just trying to do something because it sounded like a good idea and I was just trying to make a quick change but there was something screaming in my brain that was holding me back on a psychological level we're going somewhere here today I promise but needless to say this thing called homeostasis it makes it difficult to create change in your life this thing that has created static that has created normal That every time you try to change, it brings up every reason why you can't change. It brings up every reason why you shouldn't change. There's something screaming in your body when you try to exercise. There's something that screams in your mind when you try to change the way you think, when you try to change the way you act, when you try to change the way that you operate your daily life. Amen. There's other people that will operate in this homeostasis. I know people that want to make a change in their life, but the people that they surround themselves with, they can't accept that. They will come by and tell you, you know, you really don't need to go to the gym every day. You know, I think it's a crazy idea that you would even consider getting religious and going to church. You got to be careful of the normal that you surrounded yourself with. That old normal you surrounded yourself with uh, will cause you to not be able to make it uh, to a new normal. Oh, somebody clap your hands and give God praise. These systems and these people and these ideologies and these things we've lied to ourselves and told ourselves about, uh, these things that we call normal will stop us from ever entering into the beauty that is called change. there is good news when it comes to this idea of homeostasis, that if you keep pushing, homeostasis will eventually adapt to the new load that you have put on it, and it will create a new set point. It will create a new starting position. It will create a new position balance in your world if you keep showing up amen on the running track day in and day out if you keep shuffling like that older man that beat me in the race if you keep working on your endurance your body will eventually get used to the running and it will actually start to crave it this is why runners get something called runners high I can't say I've ever got high off running (laughs) amen maybe maybe in church I don't know but but I, I know that something happens in the mind of people when they stick with the changes that they have decided to make. Soon, that new normal that you have created, you push back the resistance and you fought for it. You have earned it and you will now see that thing that everybody says was a crazy habit. It was a crazy idea. It now becomes a new normal in your life. It no longer takes as much effort. It no longer takes as much work, amen, because you have completely changed your baseline. Man, we all have normal. But I believe that there's everybody that is here today. There are some things that, if we were to be honest, you would like a new normal in your world. There's some things we like and some things we enjoy as they are as is the baseline and as is the normal. But if we were to be honest with ourselves, everybody, especially during these last few months, we've been thinking at least I can say for myself, I've been thinking about all the ways that I need to improve. All the areas I need to get better. I've had time to stop and think about all the areas I wish I could have a new normal. I wish would be no longer my status quo of just this old normal, this old me. I wish want to go to another level change only happens in two ways when we want it or when it has to it's been said not very many people like change but the truth is change comes when you want it or when you have to have it and when there is no other choice and there is always a resistance when you try to change your normal. There will be systems in your life that will tell you, you don't need to change anything about yourself. There are things in your world, there may be are voices and influences in your life that will tell you, you don't need to stop going to parties. You don't need to stop drinking. But something in your mind, something in your heart says, I need a new normal. I need change in my world. Amen. There will be outside resistance to that change you better believe that outside resistance will come. But first, before the outside resistance ever shows up, you will face internal resistance. Your mind will begin to play tricks on you and tell you it was just a moment of excitement. You made the decision to change. Your heart will begin to tell you and lie to you and tell you, well maybe you only wanted it in that fleeting feeling and moment, but no longer do you want it. Your heart will begin to tell you you desire other things. Desires and temptations on the internal will stop you from entering into a place of change. And then when you get done fighting against yourself, let's say you win the battle, it's at that place you will begin to fight against external resistance you will fight sometimes against friends people that you have looked to in your normal circle in your normal group you will begin to look towards your family and maybe they might offer some resistance because everybody likes the normal you somebody once said don't be loyal to an old version of yourself Don't be loyal to an old version of yourself. And there are people that say, I would change. I would love to change. It's in my mind. It's in my heart. But my friends, what about my family what about these lies the devil has been putting in my ears and people will give in either to internal pressures or external pressures amen I know that this is a fact of life there are some people that only like a version of yourself they only like the dependent version of yourself come on they only like the alcoholic version of yourself they only like the partying version of yourself they only like the complacent version of yourself. You don't have to be loyal to any version of yourself. I'll oh, somebody give God praise for just a moment. I want to release somebody today from what they've called normal. I want to release apostolic people from what they have called normal. That if I change and if I move from where I am, I'll get out of my comfort zone. Hey, look what we're doing. Whether you like it or not, change comes. You might as well take this opportunity to say, God, what else do you want to make new in my life? What new normal do you have for me? Praise God. So there are people that that you'll find. I know people that were like this in my life. They were with me when I was broke. Hallelujah. But the moment I started coming up in life, and refusing the way that I was raised that for some reason poverty is pious which is not in the Bible as soon as I started coming up those very people said well you know you're getting a little too out there there's other people that liked the version of me that was always going with them to Dairy Queen but the moment I made it up in my mind I was going to the gym those friends said well come on can I tell you the people that when I wasn't saved when I was depressed and suicidal those friends that I had that I went to parties with. Uh, Those friends, the moment I got saved, they thought, well, we like the version of you uh, that went to parties. We like the version of you uh, that was depressed. We like the version of you. uh." Amen, but they didn't understand. Uh, I found a new normal. I found something that was worth not everybody is going to agree with your changes you might as well get over it not everybody's going to agree with the new you not everybody's going to agree and accept the new version that god is creating you might as well let it go and if they want to leave your life let them leave your life you go ahead and praise god anyways oh somebody magnify jesus Oh, for just a moment, lift up your hands. I'm preaching to somebody right now. You want to change, you want to grow, you want to get better, but something, whether internal or external, is trying to hold you to your old normal. But God's coming into this place and He's saying, I want to change you, I want to let you have a new normal. Praise God. We naturally resist change, homeostasis tries to convince us to remain the same in our bodies. And so it is on an internal life and on an external life. There are pressures all around us. Church, I want you to know that we've got to be open to every moving of God's spirit. If God wants to change us and take us to a new level, can I preach to somebody? Uh, there was the children of Israel that had gotten used to being in bondage. Uh, they'd gotten used to being slaves in Egypt. Uh, but God sent forth a deliverer. And Moses started telling them, uh, I'm preaching to somebody what he told them. Uh, he said, there's a lamb that's flowing uh, with milk and honey. You want to know what Moses was doing? He was telling them, I know slavery is normal to you. I know the whip on your back is normal to you. I know that living by rations is normal to you. I know that living on barely enough is normal to you. But Moses said, let me tell you where God's wanting to take you, to a new normal, to a new land, to a new city, to a new place, where there is land that is flowing. It's not just barely enough. It's more than enough enough God was saying I'm gonna take my people to a new normal they won't know slavery anymore they'll know blessings those people They came up out of Egypt and they got into a wilderness and can you believe it? Those people in the wilderness, they got used to manna falling from heaven. They got used to the cloud and the pillar of fire. They got used to Moses talking to God for them and they got used to having an encounter at the mountain where Moses was the one enacting the spirit of God. They got used to other people serving God for them. They got used to God providing everything for them and when they said we got to go to the new land we got to go to the new normal there was some folks that said hold up we can't go there hold up we've got to stay where we are because you better believe it you might come from level one to level two but god's got level three level four level five and God is consistently and continually trying to take us and pull us out of our old normal. Can I preach to somebody, your new normal yesterday has just become your old normal today. And you can get as bound up in a wilderness. You can get as bound up with manna. You can get as bound up as you are right now. And God's saying, I want to take you a little further. Oh, somebody worship him. Somebody give God praise. Hallelujah. Let's lift up our hands and let's love him. Come on, I came to preach to somebody. God's telling the church, I did a lot of things. I brought you up out of Egypt, but now I want to take you up out of this land that's got manna because there's a land that's flowing with milk and honey. There's houses you didn't build. There's vineyards you didn't plant. There's good things on the other side. Praise God. And these very people that eventually made it to the promised land, they spent their time in the promised land. They were looking for the Messiah. And when Jesus showed up, the religious of the day did not accept him, did not receive him. I'll tell you why. Their new normal became their old normal. And they refused to accept a new thing that came from the Lord. Church, we can't get so in a rut that every time God wants to do something new, he's got to fight us. He's got to pull us It shouldn't be pulling teeth from God, amen, to get us to step out of where we are and receive what God has. Praise God. We have something inside of us. It's not something that makes you an evil person. I have it. You have it. We all have it. We get into habits. We get into normals. We get into ordinaries. We get into going through motions. And and we refuse and we resist The idea of change. This is one reason why addicts stay addicted. Alcoholics stay alcoholics. Drug addicts stay drug addicts. People that are party animals stay party animals. People that go from one marriage to the next keep going from one marriage to the next. People get addicted to certain things because their mind is fighting them to stay in the same old habits, to stay the same old way that they were. We don't have to look very far through the Bible. We would find many people that had normals in their life. We can look at the story of Jacob jacob was a runner all of his life every time he faced a problem he couldn't lie or cheat his way out of you better believe read your bible jacob ran. He ran from Esau. He ran from Bethel. He ran from Laban. He ran again from his family. But there came a day where he was in his normal, just running from everything he could. The Bible says God wrestled Jacob down and stopped his running. The Bible says God created a new normal in his life. You want to know what that new normal was for Jacob? A man that ran from everything. My Bible doesn't just say he changed his name. But the Bible says God put his hip out of socket. God said, "You boy, you've been running for far too long. I'm going to remove your ability to run any longer. Can I preach to somebody? Sometimes God clips wings. Sometimes God breaks hips. Whatever he's got to do to stop us from running from our problems. He busted the hip of Jacob. And now Jacob had, whether he wanted it or not, change came. Whether he liked it or not, there was a new normal in his life. He could no longer run from his problems. He had decided, I'm going to outrun Esau when his army shows up. He had separated his family. I'm going to run from this marriage. I'm going to run from that marriage. I'm going to run from this relationship. I'm going to run from that relationship. And Jacob met with God. And from that. day forward he could no longer run Jacob got a new normal and I want to tell you sometimes God breaking you and I is a blessing in disguise sometimes God breaking us is our new normal it is a blessing it is an entrance it is a doorway into a new normal he couldn't run away anymore And so he learned to accept a new normal. My Bible says that Jacob worshiped God, leaning on his staff. Where it was normal to run from his problems, it now became normal. I can't run, so I might as well worship. I can't escape my problems, so I might as well worship God. I can't get away from all of this, so I might as well lean on my staff. Unwanted and unexpected breakings can become our greatest blessings. They can lead us to a new normal. The book of Mark chapter 5 tells us a story of a man that was possessed by a legion of demons. He had spent his life possessed. He had spent his life in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself. No one could tame him. No one could keep him bound by fetters and chains. It was normal for this man to have suicidal thoughts. It was normal for this man to wail until his voice became hoarse and he could scream and cry no more. It was normal for this man to suffer from depression. It was normal for this man to have suicidal thoughts it was normal for him to cut himself and to bleed out there in the tombs wishing he was just as dead as those in the graves it was normal for this man to reject being part of society. It was normal for this man to reject any constructs of society. It was normal for him to get wasted, I'm sure, get drunk as he could, high if it were possible. It was normal for this man to have thoughts of insanity. It was normal for everybody else to fear him. But Jesus. But Jesus. The Bible says Jesus showed up and he rebuked the devils and the man was given the gift of a new normal. His new normal was not naked crying and cutting himself but his new normal was sitting clothed and in his right mind. His new normal was sanity. His new normal was being seated at the feet of Jesus. His new normal was going about and not being afraid of people being afraid of him. But now he was calling people to repentance. His new normal was telling everybody about the goodness of Jesus. We could go through the Bible and find many stories. Zacchaeus was a corrupt tax collector. He lived his life collecting taxes from people for the Roman government. The issue that he faced was that he overcharged people with the, th- the threat of tax prison amen, and death. He then took the extra money. He pocketed it. It was normal for him to rob people. It was normal for him to intimidate people. It was normal for Zacchaeus even to rob people blind. It was normal for Zacchaeus to abuse his power and his position. It was normal for him to be a taker. But Jesus... Jesus showed up, came into his life, entered his home, and Zacchaeus repented. You want to know where your new normal starts? It's when you say, Jesus, I want you to forgive me. Your new normal starts, your new not, Your new life starts when you make it up in your mind, God, I want to live right. God, I want to think right. The Bible says that Zacchaeus repented. And he started walking in his new normal. He started walking in newness of life. He gave to people where he used to take from people. He repaid and he made things right. This new normal, everybody that knew Zacchaeus before, they didn't understand this new Zacchaeus. The Bible says of Mary, she was possessed with seven devils. She lived a life that was promiscuous. She was a prostitute. It was normal for her to shack up. It was normal for her to listen to the voices in her head. It was normal to give her life into promiscuity. It was normal for her to live a life of regret. But Jesus showed up into her life and delivered her. She started walking in her new normal. My Bible says... As this new Mary uh, laid herself at the feet of Jesus, Uh, she began to weep uh, and wash his feet with her tears. Uh, She cracked open a box of spikenard uh, and anointed Jesus with oil. A woman that was a prostitute, uh, a woman of ill repute, uh, all of a sudden uh, became synonymous uh, with worship uh, in the New Testament. This new normal for this woman was that everywhere this gospel was preached, Jesus said a memorial for this woman will be told. That new normal. And I got a question here today. What is normal to you right now? What has been normal over the last several months, over the last several years that you could say this is just what it is? If you look through your life and through this year and through last year what was normal for you then the question is can you be willing to change your normal are you willing to let God step into your life and start giving you a new normal there are people that are here today there are people that are listening online, that have lived a life that is normal to our world. They've gone through the motions of life. They got jobs. They got relationships. Maybe they've had kids or grandkids. Too many in our world, the way they view normal is just going through life. They see life as nothing more than getting drunk every weekend. Too many of them think that normal is going to party after party To many, normal is getting high every opportunity that they got. To to many, normal is one-night stands. To many, normal is relationship after relationship. To many, depression is normal. To many, prescription pills to function through your day is normal. To many, abuse of every kind is just normal. Many in our world are begging and crying. Trying to escape what they've been told is normal i want us to pray and lift up our hands i'm just about done preaching right here but what is it you've accepted as normal what in your life what in your world what in your past have you just accepted that's just normal for everybody else too i want to challenge that today Jesus is going to come into your life. Jesus is going to come into your car and he's going to begin to reprogram what normal is. Somebody pray in the name of Jesus. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, what's been normal to you? Maybe taking church for granted has been normal for you. Maybe skipping service has been normal for you. Maybe, maybe there's certain things that you wish you could change. Amen. I want you to know Jesus is in this place. And he's ready to help you to find a new normal. Many of these things are normal to our world. But I want you to know there is an escape from your normal. There is an escape from what you call normal. You know I grew up in a home where I thought abuse was normal. I thought drug dealers were normal. I thought I thought garbage all over the ground was normal. But then I came to the house of the Lord. And I found out there was there was a life that I had never been told about. Then I came to the house of God and I found a new normal. And I found people that were walking and had the faith and the courage to walk in a new normal regardless of how they were raised, regardless of what they've been taught. I want you to know here today that God has come to help you find a new normal. If any man or woman be in Christ, they are a new creature. The first step to a new normal Is getting in Christ the first step to a new normal is getting in Christ by repenting of your sins being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and being filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost if any man or woman be in Christ they are a new creature an an undiscovered creature new to our world you know what happens when you get born again Your friends and your family and your homeostasis that you've been in, you're normal. They start looking at you as abnormal. They start looking at you and saying, man, that's a creature. You're right. That's a beast. Yep, that's right. I'm just a new beast. I'm just a new creature in Christ. The Bible says, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Romans 6 and 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? When you've been delivered, you don't go back to that stuff. When God, when God opens a doorway to a new normal, you get delivered. You get set free. You don't, you're not bound by sin anymore. You're not bound to your old addictions. You're not bound by your old habits. You can walk in it. Shall we continue in sin the grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that as many of us as we're baptized in Jesus Christ, we're baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so should we walk in newness of life. You got born again for a reason. You were baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost for a reason. That you can walk in newness of life. What is binding you back? What is binding you up? What is holding you back? What sense of normalcy has been telling you that you can't change, that you can't grow? If any man or woman be in Christ, they are not they were, not they will be, they are a new creature. You have the ability to walk in newness of life. Only Jesus can give us a true new normal. Alcoholics Anonymous has you tell your class every week, I am an alcoholic. Narcotics Anonymous has you tell your class every week, I am a drug addict. But when you get a hold of this Jesus, he wipes it all away. I am a new creation. I am a new creature in Christ. All that old me is passed away, all things are new, and I can walk in newness of life. I want you to lift up your hands and let's pray in the name of Jesus. I'm done preaching. I want you to pray all across this parking lot. Come on, if you're home watching, I want you to pray. Come on, what has the devil told you is normal? I want you to know you have, you've you got to have a conversation with Jesus. There's a new normal coming into your world. Jesus can set you free. Jesus can liberate you. He can make you a new creation. Come on, maybe you've been saved for a long time. I want you to know that you can still walk into new normals. He might have brought you out of Egypt, but don't die in the wilderness. He might have brought you out of Egypt, but don't settle for manna in the wilderness. He's got a new normal. He's got new goodness. His mercies are new every morning. I want us to pray. As the musicians begin to play and sing, I want us to—I want us to pray. Come on, over the last little bit, you might have fallen into a rut of what you call normal, just going through the motions of going to church. But if anything's happened in this season, a new normal. Jesus, we want a new normal for Apostolic Revival Center.